0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, um, I think actually I'll start, I have some, a theme that I want to bring about the metta practice today, and that is around the difficulty that comes with, um, working with this practice, um not only for a difficult person, but for any of the categories. You know, for ourselves it might be difficult to wish well. And so um, I want to uh, address working with resentment and working with um, forgiveness. Uh, those are the, the themes that I wanted to to um, to talk about today. Um, but before I do that, I thought um, just to check in and see if there's any questions about the practice that we just did and for those of you who've been here and maybe have been practicing with it for a few weeks I just thought I'd open it to questions first. Okay, so... As I said in the guided meditation, this practice often will bring up things that uh, feel just the opposite of what we're, we, we are ostensibly trying to aim for, this quality of kindness, of well-wishing. Um, it'll, it can bring up just the opposite feelings. And um, this is a very natural thing. <laughs> This is the first time for you? Were you feeling that? Yeah. Yes, okay, so it did come up for you. Um, and it's completely, completely natural. Sometimes I use the analogy... Um, there's two analogies that I use and I'll offer them now, two analogies. Um, one is that, that a teacher gave me that um, this practice is, is like, it's like a magnet... You know What we're doing essentially is kind of running this magnet of kindness over our heart. You know, it's like this practice. Every phrase is like a pass of this magnet of, 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 good, of this quality of loving kindness. We're trying to run this magnet over our heart. And what does a magnet do? You know, it pulls its opposite out. And so that is what happens at times with this practice. We wish ourselves well and it's like, but I can't be happy. There's no way I'm going to be happy. And and that is part of how this practice works actually. It, to, to draw out the things that... Uh, to bring into consciousness the ways in which we uh, have difficulty connecting with this quality of kindness. So that's one of the analogies. And the other analogy is kind of the, the analogy of soap in the laundry. That when we're washing clothes you know, we have the the washing machine and we put the soap in, we put the clothes in. And the soap, actually, there's something about the soap that attracts the, the dirt. You know, I learned this really well in the Peace Corps because, you know, I take a bucket and I put my clothes in and put the soap in and, you know, swish it a little bit. And it's like, wow, you know, the water got really dirty and I didn't do too much to, to make that happen. It's the soap that does this. And the metta practice is kind of like the soap. Uh, it draws, it's, it's a cleansing kind of thing. It's drawing the, um, the things that are opposite out. It's drawing the qualities of irritation, frustration, fear, insecurity, um, even self, self-hatred, um, or resentment um, at others, it, it draws all of this stuff out. And what the practice is, is allowing them, or, or begins to allow, is because these things are coming to the surface, we can begin to allow them to be washed away, kind of like the, the, um, the dirt is washed away in the water from the clothes. And so this, this process, it can be a challenging one working with this practice. Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about how to work with that challenge. So the first thing um, to explore, in, in at the end, we went all the way through, and one thing I'll say about the metta practice in general, is that if it gets too difficult, when you're, if you're doing it on your own, if it gets too difficult... Um, It's okay to let go of doing the the practice for that person and go back to where it's easier. So you don't have to try to bludgeon yourself to stay with something that's really challenging. During the guided meditation, I wanted you to get a flavor of what it was like in all of those for all of those different kinds of people. Partly because what we're doing here in the meta practice is beginning to see, you know, in terms of this well wishing, this quality of well wishing how might it be to wish everyone well? How might it be to wish the whole planet well? And, you know, we can have an idea in our minds. We can kind of think, yeah, that sounds good. I can wish the whole planet well. But then when we bring up specific people, there's a little bit more of a rub. There's a little bit more of a, hmm, well, maybe everybody but that person. (laughs) And then we find there's a lot of those kind of people out there, and so, uh, so the, the making it specific again is part of the uh, the way that we see where we're caught, you know, where we're, where we need this this soap to pull out the 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 messiness. So this is what we could call a purification practice. It it helps us to see those areas, those ways in which we have trouble with this quality of kindness. And at any time I'm speaking feel free to raise your hand and ask a question. Yeah.
1: Okay, once again, um, can you distinguish between daily life? Because uh, when I do this practice in meditation, even with difficult person, any difficult person, and particular difficult people in the meditation, I only feel blessings and good will uh-huh, uh-huh, much okay. goodwill i the the negative doesn 't come up for me uh-huh okay even for the hardest people I think of only goodness comes up in the meditation, so then I think I can be with this person in real in real life and i 'll be with this person because I have all these good feelings now uh, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it, the, 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 the difficult part comes up, so then I'm thinking, well, maybe it's unconscious.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Because it's not coming up until I'm actually in the interaction with the difficulty. Right. And,
0: and it, it, it's partly, you know, it, again, it is partly that, you know, in a situation where you're sitting with your eyes closed, you can more easily connect with the feeling there's There's a sense in a way of um, and you're also able to connect with your own goodness in that place at times, and so that helps to uh to allow that feeling to come in the meditation in in and also you know we may there there could be a little bit of um, in the meditation even as we're wishing well, um, we're not necessarily thinking of all of the difficulties with that person. And so, you know, some people, for me, for instance, it was, it was like, you know, those difficulties were front and center when I tried to wish someone well. Um, I'm not sure for you, do those difficulties come up in the meditation? Do you have a sense of the struggles that are there in the meditation? Or do those fall I, away? I definitely know that they're difficult people uh-huh. for me. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I want to wish them well, and what what comes up is, is good good feelings.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, good. Yeah, and I, the, I, the, the, I, I
1: wish the negative would come up so I could purify it. But I'm not even aware of the negative. Okay. When I'm in the meditation, okay. it it feels it feels loving. So when you bring up a difficult person, I'll bring up, and it could be I have tried many difficult people. You know, even people that are you know, if you bring up a category of, of 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 a group of people, a culture, that would be very difficult. Even that, I feel.
0: You
1: feel that's great. I feel loving, feel that's goodwill. Good will. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure if I was in front of that person and I was trying to bring that to the interaction, uh-huh. um, it wouldn't last. Yes. Yeah. Like it does in the meditation.
0: Yes. Yeah. So so that's that's your edge right now. That's that's your edge. So in that interaction. Now it's it's challenging. This is a practice that's um, not so easy to engage in while you're having a conversation because you know it's a it's a practice where you're thinking thoughts and so it's more that we you know, maybe maybe you could before you go into an interaction begin to connect with that feeling and then just see if you can carry it in. And it, it may not last you know but but see if you can keep refreshing the memory of it in the interaction the memory of the good feelings that you have in the meditation you might be able to refresh them a little bit and it's a it's an incremental process you know it's not something that yes and 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 that is is going to probably take time and so you know if you can like keep just like refreshing the feeling a little bit during the interaction it may you know begin to give you that sense of of carrying it through but it's not going to carry through right away
1: is that through mindfulness or or metta when you're in real time what is exactly? So
0: what what that is is kind of a blending of metta and mindfulness it's kind of consciously connecting with the, uh, the feeling that you know is possible in the meta-meditation. In that case, you've got a sense of the, the well-wishing. So what is that feeling? Can you recall that for yourself? Can you, like right now, recall what that feels like? I have to still my mind and I have, to, I have to go to a place of stillness. Okay, and, and how quickly can that happen for you? yeah yeah so so that's again it's something that it it's it's a slow process so you might start knowing that you're going to go into an interaction take a few moments to still your mind and try to connect with that feeling and then um, see if you can carry the feeling into the interaction and if you if you can reconnect with that stillness during the interaction now that's the challenge that's the hard part. But what we're, we're talking about there is bringing mindfulness in through the interaction such that you can reconnect with that quality, that feeling that you know in the meditation. And it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a real practice. Now one way you might explore this um, is if there is a difficult person in your life or a person even, not a real difficult person, but someone with whom there's a sense of trust, a sense of um, um, understanding that we're working together to try to explore challenge in a relationship. Um, you could, you know, sit down with that person and say, you know, let's have a conversation and and then acknowledge that at times you may need to stop, close your eyes, go into stillness. It's kind of like practicing in real time, with another person, if you can find a person that you have the trust and the sense that that you could do that with, that is another way to begin to uh, move into working with this in interaction, so that you 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 take the time okay yep i 'm missing i 'm losing that sense of connection. Let me stop for a moment so to to explore it like incrementally, I think at one point, I used an analogy of a you know, playing basketball. You know that um, if um, if you want to play basketball, the the first way you learn to do that isn't by like going and putting yourself into the middle of a professional basketball game. You're going to get smashed. Um, but you can start by practicing dribbling by yourself, shooting baskets by yourself, and then you you maybe you know you know play with a friend who's not going to like you know nail you. Uh, <laughs> so, so kind of do it incrementally, you know, like that.
1: Uh-huh. Comment is that that is how I perceive these fellow practitioners um, also practicing is because because if I practice with a friend, they're not practicing. Yes, but if I practice with people that are practicing, yes,
0: that's the first place to start.
1: Okay, so that's yeah. that's why I'm here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a question over here. And and could you use the mic? We use the mic for the recordings. Well, it, we use the mic for two reasons. One is that some people have hearing-assisted devices, and the other so that people on the recording can hear.
2: Yeah, um, this is the first time for me for uh, meditation. So you said that listen your heart today in the session. So and I felt I. Don't know how to, yeah. How
0: to how to put your attention here? Yeah, yeah. That's um.
2: It's I try it, but I still can't go.
0: So so that's again that's another another thing that will come with practice. So. Well, that that might be a way to to help. I mean, sometimes when we breathe. You know, when we breathe, if you put your attention with the breathing, or you could also put your hand on your heart, sometimes that gives you a sense of this area. A kind of a physical contact gives you a little bit of a feeling. So you can start there also. I sometimes say that. I didn't say it today. But um, yeah, you can put your hand on your heart. That can help. And then if you are interested, if you find you're interested and keep coming here over time there'll be other tools, other um, ways that we explore being aware of our bodies and connecting to feelings in our bodies. Sometimes, when I first started this meditation, when people said, you know, feel in your body, it's like, I don't even know what that means. You know, it was very hard. I was so in my head, it was very hard to, to get into the sense of the body. So it does happen over time. And um, you know, so p- partly patience and to keep exploring. What what can I feel in my body? And perhaps you know, touching the area of the heart for this particular practice. Actually, touching the area of the heart can be very helpful. Thank you. Thank you. So um, so working with uh, difficulty and resentment. Um, so the first thing to explore in this meta practice itself, if you're doing the meta practice and resentment is coming up, if you, if you can, you know, you might just recognize, yep, this is just part of the practice. Yep, the soap is doing its job. It's, you know, this is part of what's going on. And part of what I encourage here is just normalizing the fact that difficulty comes out in this practice. Um, for some people, difficulty does come out in this practice. And so it's fine that it happens. You know, can you just keep going? Can you just keep going with the, the um, wishes of goodwill for that person? Even while there's some, some catching going on. You know, just reminding yourself, yep, this is just the way it works. Okay, good, the, the metta is doing its job. You know, it's bringing this stuff out into consciousness. If it's too challenging, if it feels like it's too much work, uh, gets overwhelming, the difficulty, then step back to someplace where it's easier. Then there's some other things to, to reflect on also potentially. And these you may also be able to bring into daily life, these kinds of reflections. When there is challenge happening, um, so in the meditation or in daily life, there you may be able to bring thoughts into your mind that may help you to... Um, have a little bit more connectivity with this person, so um, a couple of thoughts that are suggested in the in the um, the texts the Buddhist texts around this. one is a reflection that if there's um, a resentment coming up or anger coming up in the the mind um, you know, there's, a, there's an unpleasantness there. You know, there's an unpleasant feeling to that resentment. And if this is a difficult person that you're, you're doing this for, you know, it's like if there's um, a challenging person and you're feeling this resentment and you know that this person is not... I mean, this is where it's kind of more challenging person where you, you feel like that person does not have your best interests at heart. You know, where that person is you know, kind of antagonistic to you. Um, And you actually feel like that person wishes you harm, you know. And if you are feeling anger at that person, you are feeling unpleasantness. Essentially, one of the reflections they say is, you know, you're giving your difficult person what they want when you are um, experiencing this anger. So to reflect on the fact that the anger actually, the, the, the struggle is... Um, is harming you in some way. You know, it's, it's a painful thing for you to feel that anger. The, the, uh, one of the analogies I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I think, um, it's talked about anger as kind of being like a hot coal that you're picking up to throw at somebody to try to harm them. But you're burning yourself first so the this is a reflection we can make, and, and this is um, you' just dropping in this anger is is harming me first and for me, this was actually like a, a kind of an insight of my, it was kind of like a little insight for myself when i I saw this i I had a lot of anger towards one person, and he was far away, so it wasn't like he was right in front of me, but still, I kept feeling this. Every time he came into my mind, every time he popped into my mind, that anger would explode. And um, he was like 7,000 miles away. And it was like, there was some part of me that recognized that that anger was directed towards him because I kind of somehow thought that it would make him feel bad for me to be angry at him. And... um, you know, seven thousand miles away, it was pretty clear he didn 't know what I was doing he, kn- he had no idea that I was angry at him, but it was burning me up, and that was a vi- that was a, a, an insight for me that this anger is harming me, and so that kind of reflection can help at times just to recognize that um, another way um, Another reflection. So these are kind of thoughts we bring into our mind by reflections in real time, if you can. Now, this can be challenging, you know, in real time. In meditation, it's much easier. You can kind of stop doing your uh, metaphrases, your phrases of kindness, and bring into your mind these thoughts around, this anger, this resentment is is harming me, you know, to bring that in. In daily life, it may be more... um, um, just a little flitting of thought, you know anger, anger, heart hurts me, you know, anger hurts me, just reminding yourself of that, and then seeing if that shifts what 's going on a little bit. it's like bringing in little drops of wisdom um, into your mind and and then just seeing if that supports your interaction. yeah, did you have a question? Yeah, pass the but mic, pass I, I, the mic back.
3: They're not quite related. The comment was, uh, you're, you remind me of a Buddhist saying that somebody was quoting at a presentation at the Unitarian Church about uh, if you carry around a hot coal uh, waiting for the chance to throw it at someone, all you're going to do is burn your own hand. And I think when I said that, I, I said, yeah, but I've got asbestos gloves. But, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway... Um. Uh, but I'm in a situation right now where I've got um, uh, working through some problems with an institution, which I have no reason to fault any particular person in the institution. The people in the institution are fine, but they just seem to be caught up in the bad karma of the system, and the system is definitely uh, I have issues with. But no one. But I don't have any issues with any. Person in the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's a really interesting um, exploration. Yeah. Um, you know, somehow, you know, systems kind of get into place, and um, people, you know, buy into that system essentially. And so, I think essentially, what you you do actually potentially have a little bit of sticking with the individuals in the system because of potentially delusion that they 're buying into something, yeah, and so there is something that they are doing I mean systems don't exist institutions don't exist without the individuals, but the institutions kind of get locked into place, and yet there's no one person thats feels completely responsible, and yet each person is kind of buying in almost through delusion to the system and so there there is um it, 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 it's 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 more, I think, I mean, you might try wishing well for the institution, but, you know, it's, I think it's more the individuals that are perpetuating, ignorantly perpetuating that. You know, they may not even see, they may not see that they're perpetuating, or they may see they are perpetuating it, but have no idea how to extricate themselves. And they may feel suffering over that. So partly you might reflect on the um the struggles of institution and people getting caught in in that. you know you you might reflect on the 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 um the struggles of each of those individuals in the institution around that. Um, let's see other other aspects. So dropping so th- these pieces i 'm talking about, dropping in little bits of like wisdom, another, another one is um, when there's a struggle for somebody um, with somebody, you know, and, and you know we have struggles with ourselves, we have struggles with our friends, we have struggles with difficult people, so this is not just difficult people that we, that we struggle with um, that we have you know rub with. Uh, another reflection that we can make is. In seeing our own struggles, and I think this does come out of seeing our own difficulties, the way that we get caught in things, uh, the way we um, lash out at times, we see in our hearts that, in a way, we're doing what we can. You know, that that we're... Um, We're trying to do the best we can much of the time. And forces of habit carry us into these unskillful interactions. You know, that we... um, And and non-mindfulness, when we're not mindful, we get carried into lashing out at at anger at people. And so we see for ourselves the pain, the suffering of how we... um, how we create difficulty in the world we, we we start to we start to be honest with ourselves yeah i'm not perfect i make messes and we see that we are trying and yet we just get swept away by our conditioning and end up doing the simil- similar things that we've done in the past and causing struggling and pain in the world and so reflecting on that reflecting on the, the fact that yes I'm not perfect I create struggle in the world we can begin to have a sense of understanding why other people also do what they do um, that yeah yeah you know, I know it's hard for me, it's hard for everyone. So that's another way to reflect, just bringing in that reflection on how hard it is to be present and aware in the world. How hard it is to not be swept on by our habits, our patterns, by being in institutions and just moving with the, the flow. You know, just moving with the, the direction that things are going. Sometimes this practice is talked about as swimming upstream because it's so easy to just follow our habits of conditioning the way that we've learned to respond and react to things. So we we see how hard it is. We see that, that this is not easy. So reflecting on that, reflecting that it's not hard for us and I know it's not hard for others so that that may bring in a little bit of a sense of understanding of compassion essentially for the suffering the struggle of others that is creating their the conditions in which they behave in ways that create harm for others so that's another uh, another reflection um to bring in This one, this one's kind of a little funny. This one that they offer from the um, the texts is to kind of reflect in your mind. You know, what is it that I'm actually struggling with here? Is it the person? I mean, and and they do this in terms of breaking breaking um, the person apart into different pieces. They say, is it the, the hairs on their head that I'm mad at, at? Is it the the skin on their body that I'm mad at? Is it their, um, their um, you know, tongue that I'm mad at? Is it their um, nails that I'm mad at? And if you go through all the body parts, you'll probably find it's not the body parts you're mad at. Um, and you know, then beginning to, to reflect even on deeper things. Is it their uh, feeling that I'm mad at? You know, th- then we might start to get into places where we're actually find the rub. You know, so, so we begin to start to see what actually is the hook here for us. What is it that we're actually uh, rubbing up against? Is it the way they're perceiving a situation that I'm mad at? So we begin to see it's not the whole person that I'm mad at. It's this one piece. It's this piece of how they're seeing a particular situation that I'm mad at. Or it's my memory of an action that they did eight years ago that I'm mad at. You know, so it's a memory in my own mind that I'm mad at. It's nothing that's here right in front of me. So we begin to kind of see what actually is the place where the, the struggle is coming. So this again, this could be a reflection. You know, this could be a reflection this kind of reflection is a little bit of a deeper reflection. Maybe may be harder to do this in daily life. For some of you, you might be able to do this kind of reflection by calling up a difficult situation in your mind and, um, and then in that difficult situation, then, then let go of the difficulty, remembering the difficulty, but then begin reflecting on, okay, what actually am I mad at here? What is it? And this also begins to help us distinguish... Between the, the 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 actions and the beliefs that we have struggle with, because it's often around belief and action. You know, when we we struggle with people, it's around what they believe and how that that impacts us. Um, you know, they they believe that um, they have a belief that. Um, about us, for instance. You know, they believe that we're, um, uh, that, you know, just, just draw some like really obvious thing out. They think that we don't know what we're doing. You know, so they have a view that we don't know what we're doing. But we know that we know what we're doing. So we're, we're butting up against that, that belief in their mind. Um, or actions that they've done. You know, We're butting up against things that they've done. Where we th- and, and we have beliefs in our minds. This is what it means that they've done this thing. And so we start to, to, to see where it actually is that we're um, in conflict. And that it's not the entirety of that being that we're in conflict with. So this can begin to help us to tease apart um, the being from specific... Thoughts, beliefs. And these thoughts, these beliefs, these um, actions, they're all impermanent. They are um, changing. And so we can potentially, in recognizing, okay, it's actually this, this belief, this is actually where I'm stuck with this person. And we can then begin to see, well, there's all these other areas that maybe there's some room for, for navigation, maybe some room for kindness, some feelings of open-heartedness in, in these other areas. And so we start to, to um, find ways to wish well when we really see, oh, this is actually where I'm struggling. This is the place I'm struggling. Yeah, Arthur. Could you pass the mic over?
2: Um, I'm, I'm not sure how to keep this relevant. I mean, this is a, 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 per, um, a difficult, a very difficult person. Um, um, uh, so when I'm meditating, this is an ongoing thing—a neighbor, next-door neighbor for many years, family, whole family of next-door neighbors. Um, when I'm sitting, doing uh, loving-metta uh, practice, or just thinking about them. I can be compassionate and think, well, this is the way they're reacting to the, you know, getting twisted out of shape by by the world we live in and, um, and feel compassion for that and understanding for that. Um, uh, they continually do things mm-hmm. that require me to react, like cutting, leaning over the fence, an eight-foot fence, and... Cutting my my shrubs because they don't like them <laughs> on my in my uh-huh. on in my backyard uh-huh. um, um, and and other things many I just give that as an example. Um,
0: so one thing here I'll say just right away yeah. is that this practice of metta and forgiveness and we'll see how much of the forgiveness I'll, I'll say a little bit about this right now forgiveness practice. Um, you know, forgiving things that people have done. Um, once things have been done, you know, resentment is like a slow burn. You know, it's, it's, it, it kind of locks in there. And it's, you know, it, it's just, it's holding on to something that's already happened. Resentment. And so, you know, forgiving somebody for what they've done in the past is one thing, and it's it's kind of like the, the forgiveness isn't so much about saying it was okay that you did that. It's not about that at all. The forgiveness is more about letting go of that slow burn, about letting go of holding on to that um, uh, that was that, that sense of you know anger, frustration, hostility that they did that two months ago. Um, Letting go of that. It's not about saying that action was okay. It's not. It's not about agreeing that 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 action was okay So that's one piece of forgiveness. It's about the letting go of the the burden that we're carrying about what is already done and gone It's already happened now That that doesn't mean that you have to then just let people continue to to do things you know and again you know, taking some action, perhaps. In this case, I don't know if there's action that you If you're not there when they do this, you know, there's not much you can do. Um, except that you can, um, I think, cite some laws of the, <laughs> of the cities that say what they can and can't do. I mean, I know there's certain... I've had this happen in my yard, too, and I know that there are certain laws about, you know, they have to... They can only, you know... Prune above their above their in the space above their property line, and they have to haul what they what they um, prune. You know, I had a situation where they were throwing the things into my yard. It's like you know this is not okay. You know, so to to you know bring the the law to them. You know this is the law. This is what you can do, and you're you're stepping on the other bounds. So you know forgiveness isn't about just saying oh yeah I'll roll over me. But it is about letting go of the hostility in the interaction, the frustration, the resentment in the interaction. Um, so, you know, there's this interesting navigation that we make around, okay, you know, this is what's happening. You know, how can I, how can I bring this to them? You know, how can I have this interchange about this um, pruning thing going on? How can I bring this to them? And yet not beholding anger you know, it's kind of like, you know, maybe you weren't aware of this <laughs> so it's, 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 a, it's an interesting navigation but do know that it's not about saying it's okay, whatever anybody does is okay, that is not what forgiveness is about and that's not what this uh, well wishing to somebody who's difficult is about to say, yeah, whatever you did, that was fine, that was cool no, it's, that's not what it's saying it's about letting go of the um uh, the holding in our own hearts around what's happened in the past. Somebody said forgiveness is giving. Forgiveness is giving up forgiving. Forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. <laughs> That's
3: from Fred Luskin. Fred Luskin. uh uh-huh. puts it on, the on her
0: her email. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, and it's a great reflection because you know that's what we do a lot actually. You know that we we um, hold on to things that are over and done with. Now it may still be that there's you know navigation to let the relationship get get back on course and to um, uh, have things not unfold in. Uh, in that way again, you know, that if somebody is repeatedly uh, behaving towards you in a way that's unskillful, you know, there may, there, d- there may need to be some clear boundary setting, you know, this is not okay, this is not okay, but to not say that with anger, you know, there's a big difference in responding to somebody you're so stupid, and you did this and that, and you, don't you know? Or saying, you know, this is not okay. So to, to hold that space of compassion, kindness in your heart, and um, hold, your, hold your boundaries for yourself as well. It's a, and it's, a cha- it's, a, it's not something that we can... Usually it's not something we can do like, you know... Just hearing about this is not like, oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I, could, I could just suddenly be really calm with my neighbors when they do these things. <laughs> you know? It's, um, it's a practice. It's a practice. So exploring. Exploring how you might uh, begin to bring in a little bit of that sense of deep breath. Okay. I'm going I'm to at least hold in my heart the possibility of not being angry with them when I have a conversation with them about it and see what happens. <laughs> um, any other questions or comments? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my brother and I were having a discussion
3: yesterday that uh, there's, there's sort of a the history in our family of people appearing to others to be angry when they don 't themselves sense that they're angry and there's a uh, tendency within my family among the guys anyway to try try trying merely the one 's personal sense is that one is simply uh trying to appear emphatic or uh, like the exclamation mark but it seems to be a, a tendency to appear to others to be angry uh, when we don't sense that we are. Maybe we are angry and we don't sense our anger or yeah. it's, uh, because it's channeled in a very specific way. It's sort of an issue.
0: It's very possible to be angry and to not really have the feeling around it. Um, and it also is possible to not be angry but have a habit of expressing oneself in a way that is interpreted as anger. Right. So, you know, that... Um, there's a story in the texts of uh, a, a monk who was supposed to have been fully awakened. And this is, I don't know, you know, what to think about this. This is, this is one of those where it's like, okay, I'm going to hold this lightly. But I'm going to put it out there because it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Um, so there was this, this, this monk that was supposed to have been fully awakened. And yet he called people names. And this hurt other people, you know, they, 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 they came to the Buddha and they said, you know, this person, um, you know, can't possibly be fully enlightened. You know, I'm not sure I'm getting the story exactly right, but this person can't possibly be fully enlightened because they're saying these nasty things about people. And the Buddha's response was, in a former life, he uh, this person had developed this strong habit of speaking in this way, and that it was completely out of, you know, that that he 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 didn't have any anger in his heart as he was speaking, that it was strictly habit. And so there's that expression of that possibility that, you know, you, you can speak in ways just out of habit, but not have any Anger in your heart. Now, in my in my view, my sense is when you become cognizant that you're creating harm and suffering in the world, the Buddha suggested notice that, change your behavior. <laughs> so, you know, there's two there's two two things going on here, and you know, I'm not sure how to bridge these two uh, stories. But um, um, so, in any case, the, the Buddha did express that there is this possibility of. Speaking and acting in ways that seem to be motivated out of anger, but are not. So we have a couple minutes. Um, I didn't quite get to the the forgiveness practice, but um, I think next week I'll move on to all beings. Thank you. Oh, I'll say I'll say one piece here and another another um, suggestion in the texts for helping to overcome resentment. And that is to give the person you resent a gift. To think about, you know, what they would like, what they would appreciate, and offer them a gift. Um, That, that, uh, they, they say that's the very last thing, you know. So, you know, having worked through these other, (laughs) these other ways of working with resentment. Um, they say, you know, if it still hasn't gone try this, try giving that person a gift (laughs) Um, so next week we'll do um, exploration of moving this practice out to all beings we've been dealing with the specifics now for a few weeks and next week we'll we'll work with uh, all beings so Thank you.